Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, your reader today, this Monday, the 6th of March or the 13th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. Today is a special day. We have the fast of Esther or Ta'anit Esther. And tonight will be the eve of Purim, the Feast of Purim. This week we are in a parasha called Tisa, which means when you count. And today in history, the fast of Esther, Tanit Esther, is a shorter traditional fast on the Jewish calendar that lasts from sunrise to sunset. Normally it is observed on the 13th of Adar, the fast is sometimes moved to the preceding Thursday if it falls on Shabbat. The fast of Esther is not one of the four fast days established in the prophets. It is a tradition commemorating the three-day fast observed by Esther and the Jewish people to be delivered from Haman's evil plot. Quote, Go assemble all the Jews who are found in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days night or day. I and my maidens also will fast in the same way. And thus I will go into the king, which is not according to the law, and if I perish, I perish. That was Esther 4, 15-16. This fast was an emergency originally observed on Passover on the 14th to 16th of Nisan. Esther uh, Esther 3, verse 12. And Haman's evil plan is put into action, Esther 3.13, quote, Letters were sent by couriers to all the king's promises to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate all the Jews, both young and old, women and children, in one day, the 13th of the 12th month, which is the month Adar, and to seize their possessions as plunder. The Jews are then given the right to protect themselves, Esther Six or eight, twelve through thirteen. Quote, a copy of the edict to be issued as law <clears throat> excuse me, in each and every province was published to all the peoples, so that the Jews would be ready for this day to avenge themselves on their enemies. So because of this special fast we have some extra readings as well today. But we will start from the Torah. And the scriptures from the Torah today is Exodus or Shemot, chapter 31, verse 18, through chapter 33, verse 11. Please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. When he finished speaking with him on Mount Sinai, he gave Moshe the two tablets of the covenant, stone tablets written by the finger of God. When the people saw that Moshe delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aharon and said to him, Come, Make us gods, which shall go before us. 
for us of this Moses, Moshe, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt. We do not know what has become of him. Aharon said to them, Take off the golden rings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them to me. All the people took off their golden rings which were on, in their ears and brought them to Aharon. He received what they handed him, fashioned it with an engraving tool, and made it a molten calf. Then they said, These are your gods, Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Mitzrayim. When Aharon saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aharon made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. They rose up early on the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. The Lord spoke to Moshe, Go, get down, for your people, whom you brought up out of the land of Mitzrayim, have corrupted themselves. They have turned away quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molden calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, Israel, which brought you up from the land of Mitzrayim. And the Lord said to Moshe, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore leave me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make of you a great nation. Then Moshe begged the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people that you have brought out of the land of Mitzrayim with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians talk, saying, He brought them out for evil to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the surface of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath and turn away from this evil against your people. Remember Abraham, Itzhak, and Yaakov, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the evil which he said he would do to his people. Then Moshe turned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand, tablets that were written on both their sides. They were written on one side and on the other. The tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, engraved on the tablets. Now when Joshua heard the noise of the people, as they shouted, he said to Moshe, There is the noise of war in the camp. But he said, It is not the voice of those who shout for victory. It is not the voice of those who cry for being overcome. But the noise of those who sing that I hear. As soon as he came near to the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing. Then Moshe's anger grew hot, and he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them beneath the mountain. He took the calf which they had made and burnt it with fire, ground it to powder, and scattered it on the water. 
and made the sons of Israel drink it. Moshe said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you have brought a great sin on them? Aharon said, Do not let the anger of my Lord grow hot. You know the people, that they are set on evil. For they said to me, Make us gods, which shall go before us. As for this Moshe, the man who brought us up out of the land of Mitzrayim, we do not know what has become of him. And I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let them take it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. When Moshe saw that the people were out of control, for Aharon had let them lose control, causing derision among the enemies, then Moshe stood in the gate of the camp and said, Whoever is on the side of the Lord, come to me. All the sons of Levi gathered themselves together to him. He said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Every man put his sword on his thigh and go back and forth from gate to gate throughout the camp, and every man kill his brother and every man his companion and every man his neighbor. So the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moshe. About three thousand men fell of the people that day. And Moshe said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, for every man was against his son and against his brother, that he may give you a blessing today. On the next day, Moshe said to the people, You have sinned a great sin. Now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I shall make atonement for your sin. Moshe returned to the Lord and said, Oh, these people have sinned a great sin and have made themselves gods of gold. Yet now, if you will, forgive their sin, and if not, please blot me out of your book which you have written. But the Lord said to Moshe, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place of which I have spoken to you. Behold, my angel shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I punish, I will punish them for this sin. Then the Lord struck the people because of what they did with the calf which Aharon made. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, Depart, go up from here, you and the people that you have brought up out of the land of Mitzrayim, to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, saying, I will give it to your offspring. I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Go to a land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go up among you, for you are a stiff-necked people, lest I consume you on the way. When the people heard this evil word, they mourned, and no one put on his jewelry. For the Lord had said to Moshe, Tell the sons of Israel, you are a stiff-necked people. If I were to go up among you for one moment, I would consume you. Now therefore, take off your jewelry from your, you, that I may know what to do to you. So the sons of Israel stripped themselves of their jewelry from Mount Horeb onward.
Now Moshe used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, far away from the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting. Everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. And it came to pass, when Moshe went out to the tent, that all the people rose up and stood, everyone at their tent door, and watched Moshe, until he had gone into the tent. When Moshe entered into the tent, the pillar of cloud descended, stood at the door of the tent, and the Lord spoke with Moshe. All the people saw the pillar of cloud stand at the door of the tent, and all the people rose up and worshipped, everyone at their tent door. Thus the Lord spoke to Moshe face to face, as a man speak to his friend. He turned again into the camp, but his servant Yoshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tent. That was Exodus or Shemot thirty-one eighteen through thirty-three eleven. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and we are in the book of Isaiah or Yeshayahu, and we will read chapter five. Let me sing for my well beloved a song of my beloved about his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fruitful hill. He dug it up, gathered out its stones, and planted it with the choicest vine. He built a tower in the middle of it, and also cut out a winepress in it. He looked for it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. Now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Yehuda, please judge between me and my vineyard. What could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done to it? Why, when I looked for it to yield grapes, did it yield wild grapes? Now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it will be eaten up. I will break down its wall, and it will be trampled down. I will lay it waste land. I will lay it a waste land. It will not be pruned or hoed, but it will grow briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain on it. For the vineyard of the Lord's Vaot is the house of Israel, and the men of Yehuda, his pleasant plant, and he looked for justice, but behold oppression, for righteousness, but behold a cry of distress. Woe to those who join house to house, who lay field to field, until there is no room, and you are made to dwell alone in the middle of the land. In my ears the Lord Svaot says, Surely many houses will be desolate, even great and beautiful, unoccupied. For ten acres of vineyard shall yield one bat, and one homer of seed shall yield an ephah. Woe to those who rise up early in the morning, that they may follow strong drink, who stay late into the night until wine inflames them. The harp, lyre, tambourine, and flute, with wine, are at their feasts, but they do not respect the work of the Lord, neither have they considered the work of his hands. 
Therefore, my people, go into the captivity for lack of knowledge. Their honorable men are famished, and their multitudes are parched with thirst. Therefore, Sheol has enlarged its desire and opened its mouth without measure, and their glory, their multitude, their pomp, and he who rejoices among them descend into it. So man is brought low, and mankind is humble, and the eyes of the arrogant ones are humbled. But the Lord Svaot is exalted in justice, and God the Holy One is sanctified in righteousness. Then the lambs will graze as in their pasture, and strangers will eat the ruins of the rich. Woe to those who draw iniquity with cords of falsehood, and wickedness as with cart rope, who say, Let him make haste, let him hasten his work, that we may see it. Let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw near and come, that we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe to those who are mighty to drink wine and champions at mixing strong drink, who acquit the guilty for a bribe but deny justice for the innocent. Therefore, as the tongue of fire devours the stubble and as the dry grass sinks down in the flame, so their root shall be as rottenness and their blossom shall go up as dust, because they have rejected the Torah of the Lord's Svaot, and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore the anger of the Lord burns against his people, and he has stretched out his hand against them and has struck them. The mountains tremble, and their dead bodies are as refuse in the middle of the streets, for all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is still stretched out. He will lift up a banner to the nations from far away, and he will whistle for them from the end of the earth. Behold, they will come speedily and swiftly. No one shall be weary or stumble among them. No one shall slumber nor sleep. Neither shall the belt of their waist be untied nor the strap of their sandals be broken, whose arrows are sharp and all their bows bent. Their horses' hoofs will be like flint and their wheels like a whirlwind. Their roaring will be like a lioness. They will roar like young lions. Yes, they shall roar and seize their prey and carry it off, and there will be no one to deliver. They will roar against them in that day like the roaring of the sea. If one looks to the land, behold, darkness and distress, and the light is darkened in its clouds. That was Isaiah chapter 5. And now we have come to the portion of the writings, and we will read Proverbs or Mishlei chapter 4. Listen, sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and no understanding, for I give you good teaching, 
do not forsake my Torah. For I was a son to my father, tender and an only child in the sight of my mother. He taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. Yes, in all you're getting, get understanding. Esteem her and she will exalt you. She will bring you to honor when you embrace her. She will give to you, to your head, a garland of grace. She will deliver a crown of splendor to you. Listen, my son, and receive my sayings. The years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in straight paths. When you go, your steps will not be hindered. When you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let her go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil men. Avoid it, and do not pass by it. Turn from it, and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they do evil. Their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the dawning light that shines more and more until the full day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what they stumble over. My son, attend to my words. Turn your ears to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the center of your heart. For, for they are life to those who find them and health to their whole body. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it is the wellspring of life. Put away from yourself a perverse mouth and put corrupt lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make the path of your feet level. Let all of your ways be established. Do not turn to the right hand nor to the left. Remove your foot from evil. That was Proverbs chapter 4. And now our final reading of the regular scriptures from the apostolic writings and we will read Acts chapter 4. Now while they spoke to the people, the Kohanim, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came to them, being upset because they taught the people and proclaimed in Yeshua the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was now evening. But many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to be about five thousand. Now it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, elders and Torah teachers, 
were gathered together in Jerusalem, as well as Annas, the Kohen Gadol, Caiaphas, Yohanan, and Alexander, and as many as were relatives of the Kohen Gadol. And when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, By what power, or in what name, have you done this? Then Kepha, filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, said to them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we are examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, may it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that in the name of Yeshua, the Mashiach of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, this man stands here before you, whole in him. This is the stone which was rejected by your builders, which became the head of the corner. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that is given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Kepha and Yohanan, and had perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, and they recognized that they had been with Yeshua. And seeing the man who was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go out aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? Because indeed a notable miracle has been done through them, as can be plainly seen by all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that this spreads no further among the people, let us threaten them that from now on they do not speak to anyone in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Yeshua. But Kepha and Yohanan answered them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, judge for yourselves, for we cannot help telling the things which we saw and heard. When they have further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them, because of the people, for everyone glorified God for which, for that which had been done. For the man on whom this miracle of healing was performed was more than forty years old. And being released, they came to their own, and reported all that the chief Kohanim and the elders had said to them. So when they heard it, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord, and said, O Lord, you are God, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea, and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David said, Why do the nations rage, and the peoples plot a vain things? The king of the earth take a stand, and the rulers take counsel together, against the Lord and against his Mashiach. For truly, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together against your holy servant, Yeshua, whom you anointed, to do whatever your hand and your counsel foreordained to happen. 
Now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Yeshua. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were gathered together, and they were all filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and soul. Not one of them claimed that anything of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power the emissaries gave their testimony of the resurrection of the Lord Yeshua, and great grace was among them all. For neither was there any among them any who lacked, for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the emissary's feet, and distribution was made to each according as any one had need. Now Joseph, who by the emissaries was also called Barnabas, which is being interpreted son of encouragement, a Levite, a man of Cyprus by race, having a field, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the emissary's feet. That was Acts chapter 4. And if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read Hebrews chapter 10 today. That concludes our normal readings. But because of uh, the day we have today, before the Feast of Purim, the Fast of Esther, we will read a couple of extra scriptures that are read all over the world in the synagogues today. The first one will be Exodus or Shemot 32:11-14. Then Moshe begged the Lord, his God, and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people that you have brought out of the land of Mitzrayim with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians talk, saying, He brought them out for evil, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the surface of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath, and turn away from this evil against your people. Remember Abraham, Yitzchak, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self, and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the evil which he said he would do to his people. That was Exodus 32, 11-14. And the second extra reading is from Exodus chapter 34, verse 1-10. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Carve two stone tablets like the first. I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first, which you broke. Be ready by the morning, and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you, or be seen anywhere on the mountain. 
Do not let the flocks of herds graze in front of that mountain. So he carved two tablets of stone like the first. Then Moshe rose up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai, and the Lord, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand two stone tablets. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there, and he proclaimed the name of the Lord. Then the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth, keeping loving kindness for thousands, forgiving iniquities and transgression and sin, and who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the children's children, on the third and on the fourth generation. Moshe hurried and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. And he said, If now I have found favor in your sight, Lord, please let the Lord go along in our midst, even though this is a stiff-necked people. Pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. He said, Behold, I make a covenant before all you people. I will do marvels such as have not been worked in all the earth, nor in any nation, and all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I do with you. That was Exodus 34, 1-10. And a final extra portion of scripture for today, this day of the fast of Esther, is from Isaiah or Yeshayahu, chapter 55, verse 6, <clears throat> through 56, verse 8. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from the sky, and does not return there, but waters the earth, and makes it grow and bud, and gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, but it will accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing I sent it to do. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills will break out before you into singing, and all the trees of the fields will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn, the cypress tree will come up, and instead of the briar, the myrtle tree will come up. And it will make a name for the Lord, for an everlasting sign that will not be cut off. This is what the Lord says, Maintain justice and do what is right, for my salvation is near. And my righteousness will soon be revealed. 
Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who holds it fast, who keeps Shabbat without profaning it, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Let no foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord will surely separate me from his people. Do not, do not let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For this is what the Lord says, To the eunuchs who keep my Shabbats, and choose the things that please me, and hold fast to my covenant, I will give them in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name, better than of sons and of daughters. And I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Also the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone who keeps Shabbat without profaning it and holds fast my covenant, I will bring these to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Lord, Lord, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, says, I will yet gather others to him in addition to his own who are gathered. That was Isaiah or Yeshayahu 55, 6 through 56, 8. And that concludes all our readings of scripture for this day. Um, I pray that you will have a good fast day if you are fasting and as you are preparing maybe for Purim. It's a, a day when the people of Israel were, were threatened with being annihilated, but through fasting and, and intercession, there was a great victory. And then tonight at the Feast of Purim starts, we celebrate God's goodness and the victory over evil. So Hag Sameach, have a wonderful Purim. <laughs>